automatic. What gears are driving your career? The podcast that gives you the tips and tricks you need to succeed wherever you are on the road of career and professional development. I'm your driver, Jeff Poulos, and riding shotgun with me always in the seat, the fearless navigator, Adam May. back welcome everyone to mm-hmm. manual automatic episode 32 in the early 30s who would have thought adam pow jp what are we doing <laughs> we're doing 32 i know we're doing 32 i'm not there yet but i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> wait that's kind of timely given the subject matter bro it is very timely Ooh. it is very timely if you listened to episode 31 you know it would be what we would be talking about and today's episode we're talking about age discrimination mm-hmm. young or old it is still very a real problem it is, it is really real and it, it is out there regardless of covid and we've talked about covid and i'm sure you've all talked about covid through very different various avenues and ways and means and whatnot sure but age discrimination is out there, and I think it's, it's still out there regardless. We're going to do our best to, to take a shot at it. Take a shot at the title, right, Adam? <laughs> and it's a, it's a tough topic, though. You know, we're, there's, And I think the preface, there's no – we're not looking for right or wrong answers with it, but sure. we just want to highlight and show that it exists and where it exists, I guess. And I think – yeah, we could definitely agree, and I think most folks will agree that it does exist, young or old. But I think what hurts the most is that it's personal. Right. If you don't think I can do this because I'm too young, I don't have the skill set, at the very least, it might hurt my feelings. But my identity is part of what I do for a living. Right. And same same spectrum. If I'm getting closer to the retirement rather than entering the workforce, who it is that I am, people might be chopping me down. What's going on here? I don't feel 100%. Right, right. And you had you had upon something too before we even get into it that it could happen on both ends. Totally. I think one of the things when we say age discrimination, it's always oh, I'm too old to do the job, right? Yeah. And it could be the opposite. It could be this person they're they're young buck. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know totally. what's going on. So I think regardless of the employment market, age discrimination we're going to refer to it as AD continues according to JobScan, and we've referred to JobScan before. This was an interesting stat and article that we're going to reference here. There's a survey, hiring mm-hmm. professional survey, that 80% of employers indicated that age discrimination is a problem. But what kind of problem? So 57% of those surveyed indicated that they'd been instructed to pass on a candidate because of age. Now that is brutal. And as we'll get into in a bit, JP, that's illegal. That is highly illegal. illegal. Highly illegal. Get the cuffs out. The cars, the car <laughs> stopping, and they're getting, they're getting pulled over for speeding and other things. So, I mean, ha- have you encountered age discrimination at all, Adam? Before I did. Um, when I first started, somebody said they sat down with me. They were an alum for a little bit, and they they looked at me, and you know, I was a fresh faced little jerk, you know, coming out of grad <laughs> school. And they said, "Is there someone else with more experience that can help me?" So I get that. There are other ways to say that, but yeah, that certainly happened to me at that point. Here too, I, there's experiences. I don't think it's foreign to entertain or to look at. Some hiring managers, as indicated in that job scan survey, have said to recruiters, to search yeah. committees, this is who I'm looking for. Do your best to find this picture. 
and it's oftentimes an illegal picture. Right. And it's a shame because you're trying to fit someone into a puzzle piece right. that they're their own piece. It's like a mold. You're creating a mold without making it in a, in a way, which is, which is weird. So we're not giving anyone a chance to, to fit that. There shouldn't be a mold to begin with. That's a huge point, the tail end there, not giving somebody a chance right. to prove what it is that they can do. Right. Yeah. And it's huge. And I think for me too, it's, it's relevant. I, I've seen it come up through being on the hiring side of things sure. where folks are looking for someone specific. I think people subconsciously do this without even realizing it. Totally. And they're saying it because it's in a way no one has, I guess, put them in check or hold them accountable to say, Hey, I think what you're, what you're doing and the parameters you're setting there is age discrimination. Yeah. So I even know of someone that had to kind of earn their place and earn their desk in Whoa. a way before okay. even working because they had to prove themselves. Uh, and this person, keep in mind, probably had about three, three and a half years of experience at that point in this line of work. So that was kind of a, a blow to the gut. I think supervisors, I don't know. I don't know if it's a power thing, man. I, I know we're a little off script with that, but no, I, I think th- that's totally well, open. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and I want to pop in because you bring up a really good point. I remember at one point, somebody did not, a hiring authority did not want to hire somebody who had a lot of experience because they felt that supervising them was going to be a lot of friction. Their thought was this person, uh, they've been in the field for quite some time. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. They've got their own method, their own rhythm working. I don't want to work against that and go upstream. Right. right. I I want to get somebody who's brand new. And I say, this is the road. Here's where I want you to take a left turn. Yeah, do you get you know one of of these things? So I totally disagree with that whole line of things because friction is like the nucleus of good work. We need to butt heads. Discourse, right? Yeah. Oh, you agree with me? I agree with you. Guess what? It comes out and the egg is flat. It's (laughs) terrible. You know, send it back. We need some fluffy scrambled eggs. You got to add water. You know, you got it going. (laughs) Exactly. So I think it's out there and I I think it's up to us, not just us, but I'm going to speak to our audience to whatever industry that you're in to hold your supervisors accountable and to hold those hiring managers, recruiters accountable. And I think many folks on paper, they could do the job, Mm -hmm. which is great, but we shouldn't use their age to deter anyone from doing the job. So, and I think there's been a lot of lost folks really good applicants for certain jobs sometimes based off that. So it's a shame to your point earlier, right, Adam, is it illegal? Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. Absolutely. Age discrimination in employment act, the ADA, ADEA of 1967. That's a U.S. labor law that forbids this discriminatory practice. Uh, the bill was signed into law by 1967 by LBJ. Yeah. And you want to break down those those next points? Sure. Yeah. So the Society for Human Resource Management, SHRM, mm-hmm. they sort of separate between private sector claims and federal employee claims. And that's where I think litigation can get kind of fuzzy. And I think that's probably why some folks don't pursue litigation with regard to age discrimination. It's hard to prove. But with private sector ones, the ADEA states that it shall be unlawful for an employer to fail or refuse to hire or to discharge an individual or otherwise discriminate against that person of their employment because of their age. And then the other side with federal employees, it sort of says the same thing, but it uses the terms shall be made free. So any sort of hiring decisions shall be made free from any discrimination based on age. So it's 
because of age and based on age, attorneys have a field day with that sort of thing and go to town. Right. With the jargon and the, and the wordage. Right. It's, it's dicey though. It's dicey. Yeah. The whole idea of, if you have a case, obviously you, you want to pursue it, but do you have the evidence? How far, how much you litigating is a hefty price sometimes for, for yeah. a lot of this too. So you definitely want to keep those factors in mind. And obviously sometimes it's worth pursuing, especially if you have the proof too. So, but it's a law. That's the point being, it is a Bang. law, so they can't discriminate. So, and I think we see that in job applications too. There's a lot of disclaimers when you go to apply anything from the disabilities, right? They always ask, you have to disclose if you have a disability. If it uh, affects the work. Like right. if you need an accommodation through right. like the ADA, then that's something that should be addressed. Sure. Right. Definitely. So, so I guess to, to transition here, how can we go up against this beast, if you will, of, right. of age discrimination? So you want to defend yourself if you believe it's occurred to you personally, especially during an interview, address it. You want to address the, as you say, Adam, the 800 pound grill in the room. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, if I feel, and it's a tough call, that is it, very fun. You're splitting hairs. Oh, yeah. I think I'm being discriminated against because of my age. Is it a gut feeling? Can you put your finger on the intuition? That's, that's hard to do. But if you feel it's going down, you want to address it. Say, well, my number of years experience may seem excessive for this position. I want to assure you that I'm applying because of the, the mission that you guys provide, the, the skill set that I bring to the table, that sort of persuasive piece. Right. And similarly to other episodes we've discussed about various topics, it's very situational. I think that's something yeah. I want to emphasize too. It's different for everyone. And it depends if you're willing to risk it to address it in a way and go down that road. So I think though, what's a good thing to end on or end our tail end of the show on is ways that we can combat age discrimination in the resume. Taking the got, high road. Taking the high road. I've gotten this from time to time. I'm sure you have too throughout your sure. career. Working with students or anyone that's been removed from the workforce for a while, they're skeptical. Mm -hmm. How do I get back in? What if this person, what do they think? How am I going to be judged on it? Sure. So one of the points we want to address up front is modernizing your contact information or modernize, I should say. Yeah, Sorry, I just, concrete I think I have, suggestion. Yeah, I made yeah. up a word there. So yeah, <laughs> do your modernizing and do <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So you know, right. We obviously, for example, you don't want to be using an AOL address or a Hotmail address, right? <laughs> no offense to those. <laughs> Adam, are you using a Hotmail or AOL address? Dude, I'm going back to going back in time here. I got an email from somebody wanted their resume critiqued fuzzy bunny slippers at AOL. <laughs> Whoa. Right, right. Or winged Pegasus, right? We don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call Doc Brown. Let's get back. Right, right. We want to be using an email address that's branded to your name, but also a website that is that's in the modern times that's stuck in the 20th century. Sure. So a Gmail account, Yahoo account, I think is fine. School email account is fine for students that are listening, right? That does deactivate, I believe, after you graduate. So yeah. for now, it's branded to your name. It's pro. Great email address to use. Secondly, you want to de-emphasize your education and remove graduation dates, right? And dates serve as a distraction to the reader. It creates focus then on work experience. It can. Right? So it's sort of right. like, do we want to answer the questions before they're asked? That's a judgment call. Depends upon where we are with our experience and what the position description requires. Right, right. But if I, I think my years, like I graduated from grad school 20 years ago, right? 
Right. That's a long time. Curriculum Dude. has changed. I know, bro. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> so curriculum has changed so much an employer could extrapolate and then say, look, this this guy's probably thinking he's Carl Rogers when he should be Elon Musk here. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's what's important for the reader to know. That's something to always keep yeah. in mind, right? So dates sometimes could scare someone off too. So I think you want to focus on your experience, your relevant experience, and mm-hmm. what you bring to the table there. Some honorable mentions, everyone is on LinkedIn. That gets you up to speed, gives you your internet footprint, shows you you're up to snuff. You got a profile that mirrors your resume, mm-hmm. a photo, professional headshot, right, of, of who you are, something that you're not in a, in a party or not in a photo with someone else. Yeah. And I think these are just suggestions to kind of keep you up to speed. Right. Yeah. So I think LinkedIn is a great way to kind of say, listen, I'm actively searching LinkedIn. I know how to use. I'm on there uh, and I have some sort of presence. And I think what we're talking about, too, is with the LinkedIn the account, it suggests that you have an Internet footprint as just saying that you're, that you're with it. Some employers are wary of job seekers that don't have an internet footprint. I think there was a, so one of the statistics was, it's quite a while ago, but it was over 30%. It was like, wait a second, this person is not online. They don't know what's going on. Maybe they don't really know what's going on. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a window into looking at that person's presence. But I think it's also nice as mm-hmm. a pro tip for people out there, this subject relates to you to look at what an employer and how they're leveraging LinkedIn, what's their presence, sure. you know? So it's a really good way to kind of gain insight in that regard too. Two last points here, keeping your accomplishments within that 10 to 15 year range. Mm-hmm. Again, this is situational. It depends on what's important for the reader to know. These aren't really hard numbers, I would say. It's more of just a range, but keep it brief. I would remove dates from this section. There's no need to go into detail about your role unless it's relevant to the job. Sure. But I think anything that exceeds that may be a little bit of a stretch to include on your resume. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, and lastly, references. References, I think are a huge Mm -hmm. piece to leverage when it comes to searching for a job or getting your your foot back into the market. They can speak on our behalf. They can combat questions about a decision that employers may be asking how relevant you are to today's workforce. They may say, listen, Adam's with it. I know he's done some good work. They're kind of like little windows of character testimonies, if you will. So definitely want to leverage people that are going to speak to speeding you up to the times in a way. Mm -hmm. And persuading on behalf of yourself uh, what it is that you can do when you, when you, you know, employers don't need somebody who's going to be onboarded for months and months and months. They want somebody to hit the ground running. So yeah, if a reference can then say, boom, you're not going to have to worry about this guy or this individual, whoever this is, they're going to crush it. Of course, we'd never say it like that. (laughs) We're all fired up here. We'd keep it pro. We'd keep it pro, but Listen, age discrimination is a thing. It is out mm-hmm. there. It's applicable to a select few, but it goes both ways. Like we said earlier in yeah. the beginning, it could be, you could experience it. You could have maybe even experienced it already on the younger side. It's not just the older side too. So be vigilant. I think of it. That's, that's the word of the episode there. Mm-hmm. And we hope you, you learned something today through this. So definitely it's out there and there's a little few minor jujitsu moves that you can do on your resume that we mentioned. So, so with so, the final lap, dude. Yeah, the final lap. The final lap. Uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about post-pandemic skills. So what are employers looking for in this post-pandemic? Because our mind is Woo! over 2020. We're done with this. Oh, boy. I'm over it. Yeah. 
So yeah, without a doubt, let's close the door. On let's this close thing. it. So thank you everyone for listening. And we'll be back talking about post pandemic skills. Yeah.